Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we want to thank you, give you all the glory, praise, honor, and adoration. We thank you for the gift of today, O oh God. And we thank you for grace. We thank you for your mercies. We thank you for the gift of righteousness, O oh God, that you have bestowed to us upon us through Christ Jesus. We thank you for the grace to reign in life that you have repeated to us, O oh Lord. We thank you for bringing us together on Mount Zion. We thank you for your word, your transforming word. And we thank you, O Lord, that our petitions will be heard in heaven. And Lord, you answer us today. We give you all the praise, even in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Beloved, I welcome you to Mount Zion Daily Devotional. We thank God for another opportunity to hear his word and also to pray to him. In the month of November, as you are well aware, the Lord has given us the team reigning in life, according to Romans chapter 5, verse 17. And we are indeed reigning. Today is the 27th of November. We have just four days to go. And we believe that the God who started with us will complete with us in a very strong way. I believe you are reigning in life. You are taking over, taking dominion, excelling in every sphere and every endeavor of your life. For you have received God's abundant grace and his gift of righteousness. And you cannot help it but to reign as a king and as a queen to take over that which God purchased for you through the shed blood of Jesus. Today we are considering reigning in strength. Hallelujah. Reigning in strength. Hallelujah. Our reference scripture, as always, has been Revelation chapter 5, verse 12, which says that Apostle John said that he heard a loud voice of many angels declaring worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise revelation 5 12 the lamb was slain jesus died shed his blood and fully paid for us strength so one of the areas in life that we we can reign or we ought to reign is an area of strength. Strength belongs to us. And this morning we are considering strength in your spirit, strength in your soul, and strength in your body. For the Bible makes us aware, according to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23, that and may the God of peace himself sanctify you through and through. meaning separate you from profane things, make you pure and holy, consecrated unto God. I'm reading from the Amplified Version. And may your soul, and may your spirit, soul and body be preserved, sound and complete, blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And may the God of peace himself sanctify you true and true, and may your spirit, your soul, your body pre- be preserved, sound, and complete, blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So one of the lessons we can learn from this scripture is that the human being is made up of three parts, the spirit, the soul, and the body. So when we talk about reigning in strength, we want to consider these three vital areas. Strength in your spirit, strength in your body, and strength in your soul. Hallelujah. And Paul prayed a prayer for the church of Ephesians, the church of Ephesus, where he prayed for their spirit man. And we want to consider that. 
And this is a prayer you ought to pray every day so that you reign in strength regarding your spirit. Your spirit man will be strengthened with might and with power that your spirit will never be weak for your spirit is you. The day your spirit becomes weak, you become weak. Hallelujah. But this morning, receive strength in your spirit and begin to reign in strength regarding your spirit. Ephesians 5, 3, sorry, from verse 15. The Bible says that from whom every family in heaven and on earth derive his name. This is Paul praying. He said, I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. Your inner being refers to your spirit man. So Paul is praying for them that the spirit of God will strengthen your spirit, your human spirit with power. The background is that when the Holy Spirit comes into your life, the day you believe in Christ Jesus, He comes to reside inside your human spirit. The Bible says God's spirit and our spirit bear testimony that we are a child of God. We are children of God. So the spirit of God domiciles or lives inside your spirit. And his duty is to empower your human spirit so that your human spirit becomes strengthened. And one of the ways that you achieve that is through prayer. Another way is through feeding on the word of God. Another way is through fasting. So that your inner man be strengthened. So Paul said that I am praying every day that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power by his spirit in your inner man so that christ may dwell in your heart through faith one of the reasons why and the benefit you get to be strengthened in your inner man or for your spirit to be strengthened is that it makes christ dwell in your heart by faith is it establishes christ 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 abiding in your heart is established. Christ is established in your heart. And that word heart there also refers to your inner man. Christ will be fully rooted and established in your inner man by faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power. When your inner man is strengthened, you have power. You have divine power. Life is about power. We Christians lose it a lot. But life, all life is about power. Consider Jesus' life on earth. It was full of power. And he succeeded and completed his ministry because he had power. Life is our power. That's why now men can go at any, uh, any length, kill people, shed blood, so that they will get power. Without power, you cannot reign. And Paul is saying that my prayer is that, hey, Christ will dwell in you, in your heart, through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in life may have power. Because the Spirit is strengthening your inner man, you will have power. Together with all the lost people, and now you will grasp how wide and how long and how high and how deep is the love of Christ. And to know his love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Eh? This scripture is too loaded. I can't explain it all for the sake of time. But the Bible says it is only when your spirit man is strengthened that you will come to understand the depths of the love of God. <laughs> and that is where your spirit man will be strengthened with power and you gain the power of God. And he also said that that is when you can be filled with the full measure of the fullness of God. Hey, 
Yala Akula, Ando Kataya, where your real godly nature will manifest, where the fullness of God will be seen in you. It only happens when your spirit man is strengthened by the Spirit of God. Let this be your prayer so that you can reign in strength. You can reign in strength. You can reign in strength. When your inner man, your spirit, your human spirit, is strengthened by the Holy Spirit with the power of God, so that you will be rooted and established in the love of God, and you will have understanding as to the, the length and the breadth and the full measure of the love of God for you. And that will help you to live in love, walk in love. And that will also establish you so that you will be filled with the measure of the fullness of God. You will be full of the Spirit of God. Because the real thing is that the fullness of God can only fill you when your spirit has been prepared and has also been been enlarged, if I'm to put it that way, so that it will be able to accommodate the fullness of God. How sound and how strong your spirit is determine how strong God is in you. That is what he's trying to teach us. So you can attain the fullness of God when your spirit man has been strengthened by the spirit of God. And when your spirit man has been fed by the word of God and has been fed with prayer and fasting and your spirit man has woken up to the fullness of the love of God so that you can appreciate how much of God you can you can take on. Hallelujah. And the bigger your spirit, if I'm to put it that way, the stronger your spirit, if I'm to put it that way, the stronger the spirit of God and the bigger the spirit of God inside of you. That's why the Bible says, then you, you will be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God this morning. Let your spirit man be strengthened. Hallelujah. And as your spirit is strengthened, may you begin to be filled with the full measure of the fullness of God. You will be so full of God. Labra ando kotoshi tekala. So that even when you walk about, this is the kind of level that Peter and co entered in. That the Bible says when Peter was passing by even his shadow, unknowingly to him, people had laid down sick people, sick folks, by the roadside. And his shadow falls on them, and they rise up and throw their crutches away. Fullness, come to that place when you are full, when you have the measure of the fullness of God. Hallelujah, because your spirit man has awakened to divine strength and it is full, it has accommodated much of the spirit of God inside. The greater and the stronger your spirit, the stronger the spirit of God inside of you. And that is God's intent and purpose that your spirit will be strengthened. Your spirit man will grow and become stronger and can take on board much of God inside of him, the full measure of God. Receive it this morning, even in the name of Jesus. Another area the Lord desire that your spirit, your, your, you will be strengthened, is in your body. It's in your body. In the book of Romans, chapter 12, verse 1, talks about our body. It said, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in the view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Hallelujah. One of the areas where we can have your body being strengthened is to offer your body as a living sacrifice unto the Lord. How do you do that? You keep your body holy. You keep your body pleasing unto the Lord. You do not meddle in sin. 
one scripture that is um, that amazes me up to today is the scripture which says that every sin is outside your body but the sin of fornication or sexual immorality when you do that you sin against your body there are things you do that brings your body down makes your body weak hmm? that make you lose divine strength and that is sin but the bible says we should offer our whole body as a living sacrifice do you know a living sacrifice a living sacrifice is always a burnt offering when you give the animal you place it on the altar and everything goes you lose it all some other sacrifices parts of the even the animal are offered and part are even given to you the one who is offering the sacrifice but for a living sacrifice put on the altar everything is bent amen and it is living because you are alive you will feel it you will feel it you will feel the desire to mingle about you will feel it but you don't want to do it and that that you are alive and you are feeling the fire you have sacrificed your body unto the lord so when we keep away from sin and we walk in holiness and we walk in obedience doing as that pleases the lord we are offering our bodies as a living sacrifice and the more you do that you will receive divine strength in exchange for your sacrifice you receive divine strength into your body and your body will resist sin your body will walk in holiness and it will be pleasing unto the lord hallelujah one other way we can strengthen your body is in the physical sense ephesians 5 29 says that after all no one ever hated their body but they feed and care for their body just as christ does for the church so we are enjoined to feed and care for our body that is one way to keep your body strong you feed you nourish the body and you also take very good care of your body and your body will be strengthened for ephesians 5 30 continue to say that for we are members of his body of his flesh um, of his bone you also need to look beyond yourself this our body is part of jesus's body this our flesh is part of Jesus' flesh. He said, even we are part of his bones. We are fully part. Spiritually, we are part of the body of Christ, which is the church. But Jesus, Paul extended for us to understand that you are not on your own. You are fully part of Christ Jesus. So he says, we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. Hallelujah. That's why you should not entertain sickness. Your body is part of Jesus' body. What cannot enter into Jesus' body should not be allowed to enter into your body. Say so you are part of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. And we draw strength from it. That's why you can stand on the promises of God and declare that by his wounds you are healed. And declare that by his wounds you are healed. And declare that as Jesus is, so are you. His strength. Is your strength for his body is your body his flesh is your flesh his bone is your bone his blood is your blood i don't think jesus has sugar diabetes i don't think he has hypertension so don't claim it it is not your portion for you are members of his body of his flesh and of his blood jesus has no tumor you don't have a tumor maka reject it mashila andoka andabadabra andoya for you are a member of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. And let the promise of God guide you and strengthen your body. Jesus himself also taught in Matthew chapter 15, 17 and 19. That it's not all the things we eat that strengthens our body. There are other very important things that strengthen our body. So Matthew chapter 15, 17 to 19. Jesus said, Do you don't you see that whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and comes out? <laughs> Interesting. But the things that come out of a person's mouth come from the heart 
and these things defile them. For out of the heart come every evil thought, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, and slander. There's a principle here I want to share with you. Jesus was teaching about things that defile a man because the Pharisees were saying that the disciples ate without washing their hands and they were defiled. And you're teaching them, it's not the things that go into you alone that defile you. But most important, the things that come out of you can defile you. But the actual principle there is that it's not everything that goes into you that impacts. It's not only the things that go into you that impacts on you, but the things that come out of your mouth also impact on you. And that impact can be negative, it can be positive. Over here, Jesus was teaching about the negative impact that the things that come from our mouth and our thought can do to our body. So you are saying that when you think about things like murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, slander, and you verbalize them, you speak them, they come out of your mouth. These things, they, they corrupt you or they impact on you negatively. And I'm saying in the same way, when you use this same mouth, you say, but the things that come out of a person's mouth come from the heart. If out of your heart you use this same mouth to speak some positive things, they also impact on your body. For example, you wake up in the morning and say, you declare by the word of God, I am healed. By his stripes, I am healed. I have the strength of God in me. God is my strength. I am empowered. My lungs are empowered. My soul, my spirit, my body, my intestine, my heart is working well. These things that are coming out of your mouth, they are not defying you. They are impacting you positively. They are strengthening your body. I tell you, this is more powerful than doing aerobics. <laughs> For these are spiritual infusions that go inside of your spirit and your body and they impact on you. That was the principle that Jesus was teaching. The out of the abundance of the heart, the man speaks. And the thing that comes from your heart, go back into your body. So when you declare things that he has listed here, thought of murder, adultery, they also impact on you negatively. But when you declare the word of God unto yourself, they go back into your body and strengthen you and empower you. Child of God, take that principle. It's the things you eat goes to your mouth, they go to your stomach and they come out. But the things that come out of your mouth, that come from your heart, they will impact you. Therefore, when you wake up, speak some things from your heart. Speak the word of God that you have meditated on. Declare that you are reigning and your whole body will rise up and begin to reign. Declare that you are blessed and you walk in blessing. Declare that you are rich and you will never be poor. So out of the abundance of your mouth, you can impart on your body strength. Mm. Even in Matthew 4, 2 to 4, it is there. Jesus, after fasting for 40 days, and the Bible says he was hungry. And the tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. And Jesus answered, It's not only food that strengthens body. It's not only food. But everywhere that comes from the mouth of God can strengthen your body. <laughs> can bring your body alive. Can make your body sound. So don't dwell on only diet. Dieting will make you fine. But the spiritual food or the word of God that you speak out of your mouth will grant you longevity. Even in the mighty name of Jesus. Receive it, receive it, receive it. Mashula Brahando Katia. Kalema Akulubra Ondo Siti Kalia Ashula Brahando. Also to strengthen your body, walk in the consciousness of the Father, the Holy Spirit. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. This your body is the habitation of the Spirit of God. And the Spirit of God is in this body. This body must come alive. Walk in that consciousness. Walk in that consciousness of the presence of the Holy Spirit in your body. Walk in that consciousness. 
Listen to Romans chapter 8, verse 11. It says, If the spirit of him who raised Jesus Christ from the dead is living in you, is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his spirit who lives in you. Ah! Yes. <laughs> the spirit of God lives in you. And say, because of the spirit of God that is living in you, it will give life to your mortal body. There will be life in your blood, life in your liver, life in your kidney, life in your pancreas, life in your heart, life in your intestines, life everywhere in your body, in your veins, in your tissues, in your bones, because the Spirit of God lives in you. So walk in that consciousness, live in that consciousness. Accept that and confess that and declare that and let your body be strengthened. Let every part of your being receive divine strength, receive the invigorating power of the Spirit. For he said that if the Spirit that rages, this Spirit has the ability of transforming the battered and the tattered body of Jesus into a glorious body. And he raised him up. Mm. When Jesus came out of death, he was so fresh. The Spirit of God did that. And said, the same Spirit lives inside your body. And if you reckon that, then you should know that this spirit that raised Jesus from the dead will give life to your mortal bodies. Every part of your mortality will receive the life of the spirit. It's your portion. Be strengthened in your body by the power of the Holy Ghost. Therefore, let the first principle we learn. Let your mouth speak it. Declare it. For it is said in James chapter 3 verse 6 that the tongue also... This is your tongue. This is your part of your physical body. It's a fire. A world of evil among the parts of the body. That is how James put it. But the tongue has both the power to do evil and also do right to your body. It says that it corrupts the whole body. It sets the whole course of one's life on fire. And, and is itself set on fire by hell. <laughs> this is James' opinion about the tongue. But you know that the tongue is not just an evil tongue. It can also be a positive tongue. The Bible says life and death is in the power of the tongue. So the tongue doesn't only produce death. It also produces life. But I am bringing your mind to the fact that, hey, you can use your tongue to set your body on fire. <laughs> and you can use your tongue to set it on fire in a positive way, not in the way. That James is portraying it. He says the, the tongue can corrupt your body. In the same way, the tongue can strengthen your body. When your tongue wake up and declare that the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in me. And this spirit is strengthening my body. This spirit is strengthening my body. The spirit that raised Jesus that lives in me is strengthening my body. What are you doing? Your tongue is setting your body on fire. Is correcting every disorder in your body. For the Holy Ghost is going through your blood, going through your veins, going through your bones, going through everywhere and giving life to your mortal body. It's more than the medical checkup that you go for. This is a spiritual medical checkup. Where you, by the power of your tongue, you declare and release the Holy Ghost to go through your hair, of your head, through your brain, through your eyes, through your nostrils, through every part of your body, from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. And you come alive. And you'll be strengthened. And you reign in strength in your body. Receive this revelation. And receive this grace. And use your tongue. And use your knowledge of the Father, the Spirit of God lives in you. And use the your knowledge of the Father, the Word of God can also sustain you not only food and begin to reign in strength regarding your body. Begin to walk out of every sickness and disease. Jesus has purchased strength for us. He's purchased longevity for us. It is said of, 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 of Moses that at 120 years, his strength was never abated. <laughs> Meaning he was as strong at 120 as he was as a young man. And the Bible says his eyes would never grew dim. 
He did not need medicated grasses. May that be your portion. Receive the strength of God. I cast every sickness out of your body, for it is not your point. Jesus has died and preached strength and long life for you. And as you declare it to yourself, may your body wake up to the strength of God. Hallelujah. And lastly, we're dealing with strength in your soul. Strength in your soul. We say that your spirit might be strengthened, your body might be strengthened, and your soul might be strengthened. The human soul is made up of three elements. Made up of your mind, your will, and your emotion. Your mind for decision, your will, and your emotion. And listen to Romans chapter 12, verse 3, 2 and 3. It says, Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. For your soul to be strengthened, it starts with the renewing of your mind. I've told you the three components of your soul. It's your mind, your will, and your emotions and it starts with the renewing of your mind and how do you renew your mind you renew your mind with the word of god there is the world view of everything when you wake up and your head is aching the world view is that you are sick or you are getting sick that is not what the bible also says the bible says by his stripes you are healed so you need to renew your mind with the word of god so that you do not function according to the worldview and the systems of the world. You function according to the constitution of God. That is his word. Mm. So when your mind is renewed, then you will not conform to the worldview. Not according to the pattern of the world. But you see that your whole soul will be transformed. He say when you do that, then you will be able to test and approve. What God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Hmm? It is when your mind is renewed that your will will become conformable to the will of God. Jesus, it's time for Him to die. But His mind was telling Him, mm, You can't face this kind of disgraceful death. So He had to battle in His mind until His mind is renewed. And He said, God, Father, let your will be done. And he aligned his will with the will of the Father. It is when your mind is renewed with the word of God and come to the place where you align your thought with God's word that you'll be able to appreciate the will of God and submit your will to his will. Hallelujah. That is what the, the word is telling us this morning. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought. But rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of us. So your thoughts should be conformable to that of God so that your will will align. Your emotions is what makes you happy, what makes you sad, what makes you angry. And emotions does not follow reason most of the time. But when your mind has been renewed and your will is aligned to the will of God. Your emotions are able to be checked. You are able to check your emotions. You feel like getting angry and say, no, self-control set in. And that you, you, gain, you gain emotional strength in your emotion, in, in your you gain strength in that area of your life and you're able to control your emotions. It's very, very important. You gain intelligence in that area of your life and you don't just easily get angry. You just you don't just get sad. Things happen. It's so hard. It's difficult. But then, with a renewed mind and the alignment, you'll be able to encourage yourself in the Lord. Hallelujah. And that is where and how you get your your soul strengthened your mind is renewed your will is aligned and they influence your emotions and you have emotional intelligence 
and you are strong in there and able to control yourself and that is how you get strength even in your soul amen finally let me share this with you a man is strong when his spirit his soul and his body are aligned they are in unison they are in agreement that is your highest level of strength and i wish i could throw more light on this using jesus's example but for the sake of time let me just explain it share a few light on it for your benefits maybe one day when the lord lead us that area we can take our time and teach on that remember when jesus was about dying he led three of his disciples to the, the garden of Gethsemane to pray. And the Bible says, whilst he set them at one place, he went further to go and pray. So he came back to check on them. And there was certain conversations. And we want to draw some lessons from there. Matthew chapter 26, reading from verse 38. The Bible says, Then he said to them, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow. Take note, my soul, he's talking about his soul, is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing but the flesh is weak. So he left them and went away once more and prayed the third time, saying the same thing. Then he came back and said, Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. We're reading Matthew chapter 28, verse 38, verse 41, verse 44, and verse 46. So, I'm jumping in between. Hallelujah. Let me read it again and explain so that we pray. He said, then he said to them, Jesus has gone to pray. He came to them. They were sleeping. He said, hey, are you still sleeping? He said to them, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow at the point of death. So that is the position of his soul. The soul is sorrowful. Emotion has set in. His emotion has taken over his mind and his will. So the soul his soul is sorrowful. I'm saying your strength is highest when both your soul, your spirit, and your body are in agreement. Hmm? Here, the position of the soul is the position of sorrow. Sorrow to the point of death. That is the position of the soul. Let's see the position of the spirit and the position of the body or the flesh. So he says, stay here and keep watch with me. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit, talking about his spirit, is willing. Beloved, and most often than not, the spirit position that he's willing. The spirit is always aligned with God, the will of God. But the flesh and the soul is where the problem is. Because you are born again, the spirit of God lives in your spirit. Most often than not, your spirit's position is an agreement with God. It's aligned with the will of God. So he said, the spirit is willing. But let's see the position of the flesh or the body. The flesh is weak. <laughs> so we have these three positions. The spirit in the center, willing to go and die. The flesh, the body, is weak. It's afraid to move. Overwhelmed with weakness. And the soul, not willing. The soul is sorrowful to the point of death. So the only place Jesus can gain total strength and move on to align his destiny and ministry with the will of God also bring along the soul from sorrow to the place of strength. Bring along the body from weakness to the place of strength. And when all these three come together to the place of strength, then he can move ahead and face the cross. And how did he do that? For three hours he was praying. Ma, so when you talk about prayer, it's not that five minutes prayer you pray. 
prayer that brings your whole being in alignment with the will of God and bring you to the place of total and complete strength. He prayed for the Bible says he went to them and said, Ah, you couldn't pray for with me one hour. And he went back, he came again. You didn't you couldn't pray for another hour. Bible says he did that for the third time. So the minimum Jesus prayed before he could bring his soul, his body, and his spirit together at a place of strength was three hours. Hallelujah. And after he has done that, and his soul is now alive, he said, Father, let your will be done. His soul has surrendered. And strength has entered him. He told him, rise up. Let us go. Here comes my betrayer. I'm ready to face death for the entire world. He has come to the place of strength. He is now reigning in strength. It took him three more, a minimum of three hours of intensive prayer. And the Bible says he prayed until, until the sweat of his, of his body were like, they were not like, were, were drops of blood. He oozed out blood from his pores. Mashile in the kataya. Have you prayed like that before? That is where you come to the place of total strength and you begin to reign in strength. Prayer will strengthen you to strengthen your soul, strengthen your body, strengthen your spirit. It will bring you to the place where you'll be in command of events. Ah, and you can despise the shame of the cross. Jesus could face anything. He could see the shame ahead of him, but he had been strengthened. And he was reigning in strength. Did not bother whether he will face whoever, Mashila and are. When they took his cloth and naked him, he was not ashamed. He had been strengthened, filled with strength. When they, they, they ran the nails through his hands, he was not afraid. Mm. When they shipped him, 40 manos, one lashes, he was not afraid. He had been strengthened in the inner man, strengthened in the soul, strengthened in the body. Katima Ashula Brahandaya. He has offered his body as a living sacrifice. He didn't care whatever they would do to his body. The guy was reigning in strength. May that be your portion. May you reign in strength. May you reign in strength. Begin to thank the Lord. Ma sholebre anda katula brahandi katia. Asholebe kali kata kalu mayanda asula brahandia. Akedebe katu lebre asula brahandaya. Ah, may you reign in divine strength, Lord. May the Lord strengthen your soul, strengthen your spirit, strengthen your body. May your spirit be strengthened by might, by the power of the Holy Ghost in the inside of you as you take spiritual exercises of prayer and fasting and meditating on the Word. May your spirit mind be enlarged so that you experience the full measure of God in your inside. May your soul be strengthened in your mind, in your, in your world, and your emotion. May your mind be renewed with the word of God. And may your will be aligned with the will of God, even as your mind is renewed. And may your mind and your will be renewed and aligned with God. Strengthen your emotions. May you have emotional intelligence. And may you be able to exercise self-control. Walk in the strength of your soul. In the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray for you, that your body will also be strengthened. After you've offered your body as a living sacrifice, walk in the consciousness that this body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. And if he lives in you, he will vitalize your mortal body. Use your tongue and set your body on fire by declaring the word of God into you. For out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth will speak. And those that come out of your mouth, out of your heart, impart on your body. Receive this principle and walk in it. May you be strengthened. May you be empowered. May you come to the place where your will, where your spirit, your soul, and your body are aligned in perfect union, where you experience uh, your highest point of strength, like Jesus. Uh, if your soul is sorrowful, I declare, may it uh, be strengthened. Uh, if your body is weak, uh, may it be strengthened. Uh, may it align itself with your spirit uh, 
so that you can have power and strength to live the life that God has shed before you. May you be like Jesus. May your soul, your spirit, your body come together in the place of strength. May they align with your spirit. And may you be able to walk in the will of God. Walk in power and walk in strength. Be strengthened just as Jesus was strengthened. May you reign in strength. Reign in strength. Sickness is not your portion. I curse every disease. I curse every sickness out of your body, out of your blood. Walk in the consciousness of the Father Jesus. Sustain wounds for you so that through that you will be healed and you will walk in divine health. Receive divine strength. Even in the mighty name of Jesus, child of God, let's intercede, let's intercede, let's intercede. Pray for the needy, pray for the nation, pray for the church, pray for unbelievers, pray for anybody whose name come to mind. Pray and commit even your own prayer request before God. The nations are before you. Step into the nation. Let your will be done in the nation. Pray for leaders of God across the nation. Lord, lead them in wisdom. And let your will of God be done in their life. Pray for the church of God. Lord, prevail, Lord God, empower your church. Lift the church of Pentecost before you. Lift our leadership before you. Lift our chairman before you. Lift my pastor before you. Lift the clergy and the laity before you. All workers in your vineyard. Lord, fill our with strength. Strengthen us, God. Strengthen our spirit. Strengthen our our soul, strengthen our body, even in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for the sick, I pray for the needy, I pray for the afflicted. The Lord let there be a supernatural intervention. I pray for every member of my Zion. Oh Lord, anyone listening to me on this devotional, the Lord let your grace meet them at the point of their need. Let your mercies encompass around them. I pray for families across the nations of the world that you meet the needs of families of God today. Pray for children across the nations of the world that your hand of blessing and, and providence of God will be upon them. Protect them from the evil one of God. I pray, O oh God, that ye, you will heal somebody, touch somebody, bless somebody. My God, anybody connecting the God to this devotional, may you show yourself faithful on their behalf, O oh God. And Father, let this world be a better place. I speak to every continent. Let the continent hear this voice. Hear this voice. Hear this voice. I speak God into your continent. May God and his presence overtake every nation. May Christendom grow in might and in power and in strength. Even in the name of Jesus. Father, rule, O God, and let the countries and the nations become part of your kingdom. O Lord. Let the enemy have no foothold in somebody's heart. We curse poverty. We curse lack. We release wealth and abundance of God to your people and to nations, O Lord. Father, let the world be a better place for us, O Lord, by your grace and mercy. Atomic is before you. Bless your church, O God. Increase us, O God, and empower us, O Lord. We give you all the praise. I pray and lift my family, I lift my mom and sisters, my siblings, I lift Reverend Terrier before you. Father, the healing process is on. Cause him to walk and rise again, O Lord, for the glory of your name. Pray for our sisters writing exams, O God, and our brothers writing exams. Pray for every student, O God, who is listening to the voice, the, the sound of my voice, and every student on this platform. And every student across the nations of the world, the Lord, you see them through their education and bless them, O God, in Jesus' name. Today I speak that you will prosper the work of, hands, of the hands of your people, O God, on Mount Zion. Father, you have decreed that you will prosper your people. Those who are connected with Mount Zion, they will become prosperous and super prosperous. And Father, I invoke that covenant to God that you will prosper the work of our hands. And Lord, may you bless us and make us a great blessing to our families, to our churches, to our nations, to the world. 
Even in Jesus' name, we pray with thanksgiving. Beloved, lift a prayer for Mount Zion. Father, we lift Mount Zion before you, God. Mount Zion is your own creation. It's the doing of, of the Lord. Father, Mount Zion is bigger than what we see. It's mightier than what we see. The influence and the impact of Mount Zion on, the, on, on lives and nations across the world is bigger than what we see. Let your dream and your vision for Mount Zion come to pass, God. Increase your presence. Increase your power. Increase your love. Increase your kindness. Increase your faithfulness, God. Do miracles, amazing miracles. Heal the sick. Deliver the afflicted on Mount Zion. Oh, break the yoke of barrenness, my God. Let the barren give birth. Let them conceive and give birth. Do uncommon miracles on Mount Zion. Let them receive uncommon testimonies. Oh, for the glory of your name. We pray for the leadership of Mount Zion. That you continue to preserve them, protect them, bless them, see, see them through a God. And Lord, enlarge their course and use them as sacrifices and point of blessing, even unto your people. We thank you for all that you're doing. Let our devotional enter the nations of the world, oh God, and take over the nations. And let it be a blessing unto everyone that connects with it. We give you praise, even in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Beloved, put before I end this broadcast, if you are listening to me and you have not received Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, I pray for you. Lift up your right hand and say with me, Father, I receive Jesus as my Lord and personal Savior. For I reckon I am a sinner and I need salvation. Jesus, come into my heart and live in me. I surrender my life unto you and I pledge my life to you for the rest of my life on earth. Help me, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. I mean, if you have prayed this prayer, Christ has been born into your heart and you are born again. I pray for you and I establish in Christ. In Jesus' name, find a very good Bible believing church and attend. If where you are, there is a church of Pentecost, I recommend it to you. It will, they will help you and grow you even in the things of Christ Jesus. Love it, put your hand on your head. I declare the blessings of strength upon you. Today, may your spirit, soul, body be strengthened and be made strong, even in the Lord. Be empowered by the Spirit of God in your inner mind. May your mind be renewed by the Word of God. May your will be aligned with the Word of God and with the will of God. And may your emotions be controlled even by your 